Thank you for joining us for Redeemer Radio's share While we might not have people available to answer phones right now, depending on when you're listening to this, you can always donate online at RedeemerRadio.com slash donate. And you can find more information about share and the different hours at RedeemerRadio.com slash share And please share this podcast with your friends and family so that others can hear about the mission of Redeemer Radio and support it as well. All right, everybody, and welcome back. We are here with the St. Monica Hour for Redeemer Radio's Fall share and I am Father Jacob Meyer, your host for this hour. You poor people, your penance, <laughs> listening to me for an hour. God bless you. And we're going to have a great time raising some money for an amazing cause, and I am joined with Karen Salvador, the principal of Mishawaka Catholic School, and uh, definitely uh, one of my biggest helpers in the, in the parish. Also, Jerry Horbin. Jerry Horbin, again, one of my right-hand men, and he just does just about everything at the church. From redoing everything in terms of, you know, you know, restoring rooms to my head sacristan to he's the one that wakes up Jesus in the morning uh, when he opens up the church. God bless him. And so uh, the Lord's like, wow, you're here really early. And then also I got Megan Burdell. And so she is brand new to our staff and we are, but not brand new to the parish. She's been in the choir for some time now. And we're really excited to have her coming on. And uh, she is our new ministry developer. And we'll be talking about what that is and uh, how that's been building up the parish. And so we're going to have a great time, but let's begin with a prayer and ask the Lord's blessing down upon this hour. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O God, who adorned the Bishop St. Robert Bellarmine with wonderful learning and virtue to vindicate the faith of your church, grant through his intercession that in the integrity of that same faith, your people may always find joy. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. St. Robert Bellarmine's got to be one of my favorite saints, the Hammer of Heresies. Uh, what a great name, but the Hammer of Heresies. But we're here to hammer a few things in, okay? So I need you all to be hammering those keys so that you get on RedeemerRadio.com. That's a RedeemerRadio.com or call or text GIVE to 260-436-9598. That's again, 260-436-9598. You can call or text GIVE to that number and we can start raising some money for Redeemer Radio, because this is an amazing cause. How many times do we wish we could spread the gospel to people who don't want to hear it sometimes? Getting people in your church, that takes a little bit of effort, but this way we bring church to them. Literally, they're just scrolling through the radio waves, and here it is in their cars. This is an amazing effort of evangelization, one that we definitely want to support. And there are so many ways in which you can give and not only give, but get something back. Okay. And so if you want to sponsor an hour, that's $120, only $120, you sponsor an hour of our programming. And what will happen is that you'll get a free t-shirt. So call in, give 120 bucks, and you get a really cool t-shirt. If you're looking and uh, on the live stream or whatever that is called, we got uh, Pope Frankie back over here. He's uh, he's got the t-shirt on. He's waving high. You know, you, you know, he's just he travels all over the place. He was just in Hungary, Slovakia. Now he's in South Bend, Indiana, you know? And so I love the shirt. It says made for greatness. And how true is that? Made for greatness. All right. You thinking, oh, I could be generous. I could do 120. I can also do $300. If you get $300, you donate $300. We are going to put you into a drawing for Notre Dame USC tickets. Did you hear that? My friends, Notre Dame USC tickets, keep the party rolling. That is a $650 value at least. And, and just think about all the memories priceless. So $300 donation gets you that. $400 and above, you get a day sponsor. A day sponsor gets you six on-air messages on the day of your choice. You could do it for your beloved's anniversary, you know, your sweetheart. And six times that day, you can hear, you know, on the radio, I love you, or whatever it is that you want to do. And so regardless, I hope that you uh, donate and thank you for your generosity. For every 10 pledges we get this hour, we're getting 250 extra dollars. So St. Monica parishioners or anyone out there, we are happy to take your money. Our goal for this hour is $3,500, $3,500. We've got this. We've got this. And so we already got our first, first uh, caller in. And so we got the Potellos, Andres. It's good <laughs> to hear from you. Thank you so much. And so again, to all of my guests here with me, my fellow St. Monica parishioners, welcome. Uh, so who's been, so Karen, you've been here before with me, right? Yes. 
Awesome. Awesome. So you've been here before with me. And uh, Jerry, have you been on yet? No, I have not. Wow. First timer. And Megan, this is your first time too, right? Yes. So you guys want to make sure you get nice and close to those mics so that way people can hear you because, you know, that's, aren't you excited? Yes. Yes. Megan, you sing in the choir. You got to be used to this. I am. And so, real quick, how about we start with Megan? Megan, you're new not only to, you know, being on Redeemer Radio, but you're new to the parish office, which is really exciting. What do you think about the parish office? It's kind of amazing to see it. (laughs) You realize how much goes on behind the scenes that just an average parishioner, I shouldn't say average parishioner. Yes, you're above average. You are special. (laughs) Someone would normally not realize how much is happening. The door is constantly revolving. Seeing how crazy hardworking the parish staff is at all times is just wild. Hardworking, yes. Something like that. We party hard. we have fun. We do have fun. My favorite is that Megan came in and, of course, I am a really big fan of environment. I think environment is so important. When you work in environment, (laughs) you have to have the environment right. Then you can work really well in it. And so what did you paint your office? I painted my office bright, very bright colors. So we've got a coral accent wall and then pink other walls. So now it is designated as the strawberry shortcake room. <laughs> it's awesome. It's you should all go cheery. and visit her. Yeah, oh, thank you. it works very well. Yeah. And so fun. your job is ministry developer. And so I kind of uh, dreamed this position up. And then I thought of you and I was like, yes, this needs <laughs> to happen. Because I found that I was the bottleneck at the parish. At St. Monica's, we're so blessed. We've got so many things happening, so many people wanting to give their gifts and talents to the parish. And I found out that I'm the one in the way yeah. on the regular. People were like, Father, I want to do this. I'm like, good, go for it. But then I didn't have like the six follow-up meetings to make that happen. And I'm like, I am a schlep. How do I do this? And so I figured out that I just need to get out of the way and get someone else in there that is more organized than I am. <laughs> and so a couple of things that we've been starting and been working on is, uh, you know, what are the what are the new things that you're working on right now? So first of all, we're working on funeral luncheons, which you wouldn't think there's so much that goes into funeral lunches, but there really is a lot. And it's so important um, to provide this welcoming, hospitable environment for grieving families and friends. So that's the first project. I think pretty much the first big project we've been doing, aside from coffee and donuts, which is also extremely important. That's my favorite ministry. (laughs) Coffee and donuts. Both of those are happening in the new uh, Columbus Hall, which is in the new lower level of our church, which Jerry was the uh, primary mover in getting that all redone. And so we got it done just in time for COVID. It was great. And so that was a little awkward. But uh, other than that, we have this awesome new space. And now we're trying to figure out how we can best utilize it. And that was one of the first things we thought was, how can we get funeral lunches going again because that was something that's so important to make sure that our people feel loved mm-hmm. and uh and so that is the that's definitely the goal especially in an hour of their need speaking of need we got a need here we need to get a lot closer to that thirty five hundred dollars and so we need people to start calling in or texting 260-436-9598 again that's 260 260- Four three six ninety five ninety eight, or go. You can give securely online at redeemerradio.com or the Redeemer Radio app. And so, everybody, get out there and help us get to that goal of thirty five hundred dollars. And so, while we got new things, new new stuff going on in the parish, Jerry, you've been in the parish a little while now. How many how many years have you been in the parish? Thirty two years, I believe. Thirty two years. That's almost as long as I've been alive. <laughs> Very close. But hey, you know what? You still have more hair than I do. So all is well in the world. Just barely. I don't, hey. I don't shave mine off. Hey, you know, you're doing well, though. You're doing well. So for those of you who don't know Jerry, Jerry uh, retired from uh, Mishawaka High School. Right. And so what, what did you teach while you were there? I taught construction and woodworking, and I coached football, track, wrestling. And uh, I retired, I think, four years ago now, three and a half years ago, whatever it was. I still coach girls track after that, but... For a couple of years, but when COVID hit, we canceled. They canceled the season, so I thought oh, it's a good time to exit that and do other things. He retired. Yes, indeed, yeah. quote unquote yeah, retired. Right. Yeah, to to really become you know even harder worker at St. Monica's. God bless you. Uh, and so that's really awesome. That for, so for thirty two years you've been at St. Monica's, you know at Mishawaka High School, and you grew up on a farm, right? I grew up on a farm. Yep, uh, f- family of uh, ten kids and. Catholic was the only faith I knew, which is, uh, I'm always thankful for my parents for that. And we learned how to work from probably the time we were five years old all the way through. So 
a lot of good life lessons learned. Amen. I I first met Jerry for, just in the pews because uh, I he always came to church and he was one of the best dressed people at church. <laughs> like I, that was my favorite thing in the world. When he, you know people wear sun, you know you hear the the phrase Sunday best, mm-hmm. and that's a phrase that people they know what it means, but we don't oftentimes sometimes see it. Right? I mean we're getting a little lax every once in a while. But Jerry, you always rolled in, and you could tell you were raised by some farming parents because you rolled in <laughs> just like I bet your mama said you always should. Yep. That's right. And so that's how I first got to know Jerry. But then we went on a pilgrimage. And I, this is why I think that pilgrimages are so important because pilgrimages are a time where you get to really dive into the faith on a really real and deep level. And uh, Jerry, we went to a lot of different places there, but your experience at Lourdes was something. And uh, give us the give us the little, uh, little recap of what that experience was like for you going to Lourdes. Hopefully I won't get too emotional here about it. But anyway... Uh that was the first pilgrimage I've ever been on. And of course, um, up until that point, I guess I was a loyal Catholic. I'd come to Mass every Sunday. I'd go to stations across, do all those things that we're supposed to do. But, you know, when you leave church, then it's family day for Sunday. But then after that, it's on to doing whatever else. So anyway, this uh, opportunity came up for a pilgrimage. And we met in Father's living room to talk about what we were doing. And we came to the point where we could add on for add on lords for $400 a person. And I thought, well, $400 isn't uh, isn't anything. So we were all in for that. And of course we left, we got there. And uh, that first night we were there, I was tired. Everybody was tired because we had our transcontinental flight. And we went to mass. We went back to Denver dinner. Then we came back to the grotto to pray rosary. It was raining. Uh, Cats and dogs. It was miserable. <laughs> yep. We tried to do a candlelight procession for the nine of us, and I couldn't keep my candlelight because the rain and wind blew it out. <laughs> anyway, we were in the grotto, and and I had, I'll be honest, I had never really prayed a rosary uh, other than maybe at a funeral. And First Communion, I learned how prior to that. But then it never, just never happened. And while we were there, I could, you know, our Father, Hail Mary's, glory be, all the rest of it, I hadn't a clue. And uh, I felt embarrassed by that being a Catholic. But I was right next to the uh, the spring that St. Bernadette dug with her hands. And uh, it was something. It was something. <clears throat> anyway, um, that's where my life changed. Mm-hmm. Praise God. <laughs> and... Uh, from that day forward, I have never missed the day of rosary. Yeah, I just to see that change in your in your uh, demeanor, like Jerry, you've always been like that stand up guy, always at church, all things going well. I mean, I was just like, wow, always impressed. But then all of a sudden, Jerry and I became besties because you were at the church in the morning, you were saying your rosary, we were having great times, and uh, and now it's just a, it's amazing how just that one moment all of a sudden influences your entire rest of your life. Now, can you imagine your life without the rosary? Nope. Yep. <laughs> Not at all. Not even close, yeah. right? Not even close. It's those, and that's what, that's what this is about. This is about those one little moments where God has an opportunity to touch our hearts. And he'll do so in a lot of different ways. Redeemer Radio is one of these ways. I can tell you there are so many people that are just like Jerry who all of a sudden, for some reason, for some, you know, and it seems by chance, almost by chance, we chose to do a side trip to Lourdes. Almost by chance, people are streaming through and all of a sudden they find themselves on Redeemer Radio. And what do they find? A moment that can change their life. And so I want all of us to rally behind this reality. You know, it was only $400 and boom, we were in Lords and only $400. You can be an entire day sponsor and you can sponsor a day that might change someone's life for forever. So call or text give to 260-436-9598, 260 260- Four three six ninety five ninety eight, or go to RedeemerRadio.com. And so we, oh, thank you, Nancy and John Rice calling in for a pledge. Thank you so much. And we just eight more pledges and we get that $250 bonus. And so everybody get those phone numbers rolling because we need some help. We got to make it to $3,500 that you get that right. That's 3500. And so, and don't you think you have to be from St. Monica's? We will take money from anywhere. We will take money from anywhere. And so we, you, you just, uh, you come on, you call on in. And if you, if you're just tuning in to Redeemer Radio for the first time, you don't even know what this is. 
call and we will happily take your money and you will be a part of the great uh the the great project that is redeemer radio which is taking our faith to the airwaves and so a lot of just really really neat things uh about this radio station you can learn about the faith there is um also uh oh we got michael batello now look at we got the we got the brothers thank you michael so uh, the Botello brothers, God bless them. They went through RCIA last year. They were already Catholics, but they were getting other people into the church. And uh, man, what a uh, what a sacrifice they made. If you go through RCIA with me, I'm pretty sure you can eat fr- uh, meat on Fridays and Lent. I think you've done your penance for a couple of years, but uh, it's uh, it's a great time, and so I really appreciate them. And so you know, thinking about other things that uh, that we are doing at the Saint Monica World. And so Karen, we got the school. School is up and running. Praise Jesus. We got our kids back. I can see their smiling faces. It is wonderful. Today was kind of a big day. It was our first faith family day. What what does that mean for a Mishawaka Catholic? What does that mean for faith family? Huge. Faith family is huge for us. So um, in our school, we have these faith families because with our three campuses, we don't always get to get together and see the little kids with the big kids. So instead, what we do is we rally behind a saint. And so we have eight household saints um, and every family is with their family. So I'm with my daughter, my husband's in there as well, and all the siblings and parents get to be there who work for us. And it's just wonderful. And then um, today we had our first one. Now, normally we get together at one campus, um, but it's a little different in COVID years. Yep. So we adapt and we change. And um, today we actually started at our middle school campus by taking songs. Ours happened to be We Are Family. Um, we had the YMCA was one of them. Um, all these different songs and we wrote lyrics for our saints so that we wrote the lyrics to a tune. It will go travel to the St. Joe campus this afternoon where the St. Joe kids are going to put movements to them, make them a little exciting. And then that will be put together for a video for our littlest saints who then get to see it, sing it, dance with it. So the best way for them to learn all about their house saint. So that was our first one. And of course it starts with, Mass, um, and there's time for prayer and typically adoration. Today was not an adoration day for us during this time, but um, that's usually what our, our household yeah. days, our faith family days look like. So um, it's just so awesome to see kids from kindergarten to eighth grade sharing in their faith. All the activities are based around um, the Eucharist and our saints. And it's that's it's awesome. awesome. It's yeah. a lot of fun. It's a great way for us to kind of pull back and focus on our mission. Like, I think sometimes we forget that school is uh, school is the means to an end. The end is not school. The end is wisdom. The end is holiness. The end is sanctity. It's heaven. Exactly. It's heaven. We're getting these kids to heaven. And so it's it's fun to be able to see them get excited about that. And the teachers as well. I think that's mm-hmm. what I've been really excited about. Yeah, typical, you know, Father Jacob is the one who gets in the way of adoration today. We're looking at the pew people showed up. And so we're looking, you know, at, you know, post-COVID life, you know, in mo- in a lot of churches, we're trying to get pews redone and look at all those types of things. Because after, you know, sanitizing for, you know, with all those things, everything gets stripped. And so look at all of that. But uh, so I got in the way of that. But it was so much fun to be able to see our kids and to get back to that semblance of normal of, yes, let's do some face family. Let's do that singing. Let's make sure we are, are being engaged in our faith. And so I am. I'm just so, so grateful that the school is able to be. And that's the best part. Yeah. And it's been great. Um, Just seeing the kids smiling and faces, you know, we interact with our faces, right? And so um, the kids learn so much from each other. They see God's love through the smiling faces of others or the Mm -hmm. sadness of others. They learn the empathy. And and so um, it's just been nice to get back to that and to to see that we're alive again. So um, there we are. And in fact, our students have... um, have donated money. So we brought with us over $200 for Redeemer Radio because oh. we know it's so super important. Um, a lot of times we have parents who are struggling with, what should I listen to on the radio? This isn't good. And this isn't good. And we can always say, turn on Redeemer Radio. It may, you know, the kids may not be excited about it, but at least you know that it is safe and they're not going to hear something that um, is going to going to go against what we believe or, um, you know, cause questions and concerns. So um, we think it's really 
port- important to keep on the radio. And so um, we did. We brought a donation That's with awesome. us today from the school kids. Rock on school yeah. kids. Well done. I mean, yeah. I think that especially as parents are waiting in the car to, to pick up, to drop off. There's there's how many times are we waiting in the car? You who are parents, just how much of your life have you waited in mm-hmm. the car to pick up your kids from something or drop them off from something? Think about that time as a time where you can grow in your faith. And so many people are like, oh, I just don't have time to to go to a Bible study. I don't have time to go to this class. You're sitting in your car. Everyone's got to do it. So everybody mm-hmm. throw on Redeemer Radio and learn something. Don't tell me you don't got time. You know, don't <laughs> tell me you don't got time because I'm a fine time. And so I'm a fine time for you if you tell me you don't have time. And so let's keep that opportunity rolling in our community by texting or calling 260-436-9598. Again, that's 260-436-9598. Eight, call or text or you go online securely give at redeemerradio.com or the redeemer radio app and so let's get those pledges rolling so that we can make our goal of thirty five hundred dollars it's a friday afternoon you're all not working you should be listening to <laughs> redeemer radio let's all be honest let's get this going you know friday afternoons are really interesting for a priest because uh you know for most people they're winding down their week and for the priests they're like let's do this <laughs> you know we're about to we're you know we're kind of getting ready for this yeah it's a weird life when you don't have have weekends, like when you work weekends. It's a very weird life. But, uh, you know, I live for Mondays in many ways, but uh, Sundays are just so, (laughs) so, so good. I was out of the parish for two weekends. And that's only ever happened one other time in uh, my priesthood. And it's really weird and I don't like it. <laughs> and I am. it was so wonderful to come back to the parish and to have our beautiful church and to sing and to have the kids sing with us and uh, to have the school masses. Oh, I just can't even say how, how wonderful it is to to be able to come home to that. And so it's when you leave, you realize mm. how, how blessed that, how blessed we are. And so it's good to be able to gather again. And I think that's one of the things I'm most excited about in the parish is to see some of those gatherings happen. So some of those events, we just, uh, uh, our church is actually 95 years old this year. And so I just keep, I kind of think back on, you know, what was happening, you know, 95 years ago, there was the, you know, the end of the Spanish flu, there was, we were about to enter into the Great Depression, you know, in this time of great uncertainty, a lot of craziness, you know, a group of people got together and decided, you know, let's build this church. Let's do this thing. They took a big risk for 95 years later, we're, we're here and it's time to, you know, to kick it into high gear and make sure that the next hundred years is, is rolling. And I'm excited to see so many of our spaces getting restored, Mm -hmm. especially our school spaces. So our school is actually our oldest building on our campus. And so the first uh, day of the building was, it was consecrated by Bishop Rademacher. Isn't that a name? Rademacher. (laughs) He was our shortest bishop, I think. I think it was him or Allarding. I think he was the shorter though, but he was, so Bishop Rademacher came from Nashville. And so a little history lesson for you, but I think he was like four foot eight or something like that. (laughs) Like, I'm pretty sure you could barely see the miter from behind the, uh, from behind the altar. You're just kind of like a bouncing miter. Well, he consecrated our first church was in the basement of our current school building. And that was on the day that Our Lady appeared in Fatima for the first time. And so, what was that, 1917? 1917. May 13th, 1917. Jerry's our expert on Fatima. He is, uh, Jerry is, uh, so we have a great devotion to Our Lady of Fatima in our parish, or we're trying to build that up because of this connection that we have, our first church building being Mm -hmm. consecrated on that day. And our candlesticks on our altar are still from that altar. So the first time they were lit for the glory of God would have been on uh, the day Our Lady appeared to, um, to those children in Fatima. And now, you know, over 100 years later, it's uh, it's still going. And so Fatima is something that we're trying to build this devotion. And so one of the ways that we're trying to do that in our Columbus Hall in the basement of the current church, the Rosary Society donated this awesome statue of Our Lady of Fatima. And it's just so beautiful. So you walk down the stairs in this little alcove. We have a, a local artist. And so we have an artist in the parish, Janet Johnson, who is a rock star. She's like our local Michelangelo. She like, <laughs> you know, she just appears at different hours and touches up statues. And, you know, she's always in the, you know, in the basement of the church, you know, with a different statue touching it up. And I'm just like, wow, this is like, I have like a, a little, you know, artist in, in residence. And uh, so she's great. So she put a beautiful blue background with gold stars. Jerry, how about you tell us a little bit about the statue that we got? Um, and uh, some of its distinct features. What does an Our Lady of Fatima statue have? Well, um, when we, my wife and I, we once we got permission from you to do it, and of course I sort of had that planned all the to, way. You had along. to twist my arm, you know. yeah. <laughs> and uh, anyway, we uh, were looking, and she found a this statue, and it's from Fatima, Portugal. It's hand carved out of uh, Spanish cedar. Not that that's important, I guess, but it's hand painted. 
and it's almost an exact duplicate of what is uh, the Mary statue that's carried in procession during the candlelight processions at Fatima. And of course, if you look at her in great detail on all the uh, joints of her fingers and toes, there's a line there, it's hand painted. Um, you know, you just have to look at it and stare at it for a while. And uh, of course, if you look at, at her, stare into her eyes for a while, she'll start talking to you. There you go. And that's something. One of my favorite features is her crown. And so there's this little light above her head and this crown is so beautiful. Our lady is crowned. And from inside the crown, uh, what's hanging in the crown? Well, when uh, now St. John Paul II, when he was shot, he uh, credited, and I believe that was on, when he went to Fatima on May 13th, uh, 2000, whatever it was, he the bullet that was pulled from him is fit perfectly in the crown. Yeah. And that's uh that's part of the the statue of our blessed mother yeah. at Fatima. That's part of it now. And so our replica has a little bullet in the in the crown, which I think is so cool. I'm like, look at the bullet. There's something like all the you know, all the server boys were like, Hey, that's cool, there's a bullet in the crown over there. It's like but uh such an amazing story of when, you know, I a lot of people remember that moment when John Paul II was shot. I mean that's something that people don't forget very often. And um for those who were alive when that happened and it was it was something and yeah, sorry. And uh I'm just saying and and yeah, I'm gonna be quiet now. So but regardless it's it is something that is so um, so amazing that this statue then hopefully can remind us of of the messages of Fatima, which are so important for all of us today. That uh, I think that those people just everyone thinks about you know hey the average Joe you know as long as you don't you know steal money from like little old ladies then you're going to go straight to you know heaven you're going to be just fine and you know Our Lady at Fatima said that there are souls falling into hell like snowflakes over a fire and it's like whoa because of sins of the flesh and let's all be real that's the that's the thing right now that is the thing that is the sin of the day so we've got to we got to get these messages out um, of Our Lady at Fatima and so there's a group in our diocese I know called World Apostle at Fatima and Jerry you're a part of that right? Yes uh, I don't know how I got into it, but I think it's mm -hmm. just our Blessed Mother just guided me there, and uh, I've become the Vice President. I don't know how. <laughs> I just did. I volunteered for it because nobody else told. wanted to do it. <laughs> so anyway, we have uh, we have this in our diocese, and the first Saturday in October, we always have what we call our annual breakfast and first Saturday devotions, which is confession, uh, meditation on the mysteries of the rosary for 15 minutes. We pray the rosary, we have mass, and then we have a Marian procession to the Grand Wayne Center, and then we have breakfast there and a guest speaker. And this year we have Bishop Rhodes is going to be the celebrant at mass. Um, I was in a panic on Monday. Our main speaker, Father Bill Casey, I got called from Fathers of Mercy, and he had bad case of COVID. He will not be able to be the speaker, so I was in a panic. And I just, I've learned to just let God take care of things. And I called the next day. And anyway, we got Father Wade Menezes, if any of you know him, he's on EWTN. And he does Catholic Answers Live. Mm -hmm. uh, and the crux of the matter is another little segment he does on there. But he uh, his schedule is open by some chance. There you go. And, uh, so he's going to be our guest speaker. We have this is the first year we're going to have a bus that's going to charter bus leaving from Marion High School. It's going to take people over there. We're leaving bright and early at six in the morning. And uh, right now we have 30 people that's going to go, which you know, I didn't know how many people would go, but it's a good start. We'll work, build that up next year, but we're going over. Uh, we have the reserve seats in the cathedral. And uh, it should be a great time for everybody. Well, this is going to be a great thing to, to again, we'll pilgrimage. And pilgrimage, and you never know, when you go on pilgrimage, the Lord's going to touch your life. And so, my friends, don't forget, we're going to be going on a little break here for just a second. But while we're on break, make sure you call or text GIVE to 260-436-9598. Again, that's 260-436-9598 or at RedeemerRadio.com. Call and GIVE. Thank you so much for your support for Redeemer Radio. And we'll be back in just a bit. You can give sustaining support to Redeemer Radio by becoming a recurring donor. Ongoing contributions help to reduce our dependence on Sherathon and allow us to focus on programs and future needs. Your recurring donation can be automatically charged to a credit or debit card or transferred from a bank account. 
I came back to my faith in my mid-20s. And so for the period of time that I was not practicing, I feel like I missed out on a lot, a lot of learning and enrichment and understanding the Catholic viewpoint. So Redeemer Radio and its programming helps me. I feel like I'm catching up and and it, it just fills my brain and heart with so many wonderful things to keep me thinking throughout the day. Redeemer Radio programs accompany listeners at every stage of their faith journey. For men and women raised in the faith and those searching for the fullness of the truth, our programming has something for everyone. Your donation helps bring the truth of the Catholic faith to listeners 24 hours a day, seven days a week. It costs about $120 to provide Redeemer Radio listeners with one hour of Catholic programming. All donors who give this amount or more automatically qualify for a specially designed t-shirt. Call today and support Redeemer Radio's efforts to amplify the voice of the Creator with content that invites. All right, everybody, welcome back. Welcome back to the St. Monica Hour, where we are raising money for Redeemer Radio's Fall share My name is Father Jacob Meyer, and I appreciate you joining us. A reminder that the ways to give, the ways to give, and what are we giving to? We are giving to making our faith known through the radio, making it known through uh, the internet, making it known to people where in a, in a venue where a lot of people would not normally even hear the gospel. And so we want to make sure that this uh, great form of evangelization continues in our diocese and beyond. So please call or text give to 260-436-9598. That's 260 or give securely online, RedeemerRadio.com or the Redeemer Radio app. And so let's keep that going. A reminder that if we get up to 10 pledges, for every 10 pledges, we get a $250 match. And so that is going to get us on our way to our goal of $3,500 for the hour. So I want to thank a couple of people who have called in. And so be inspired by these people and make your make your uh, pledge. And so thank you, Diego Delgado. I don't know if it is Diego Sr. or Diego Jr. If it's Diego Sr., thank you so much. If it's Diego Jr., hi from Texas. And so, and also we're getting there. We're getting a little close. Thank you, Joe and Rachel Myers. They gave an honor of an amazing job that Jerry and his wife, Beth do. And so they work so hard. And so, uh, Joe and Rachel, they are getting a lot of our stuff going for our, uh, catechesis, of the good shepherd, which if you don't know about catechesis, of the good shepherd, I will tell you all about it because it is the most amazing program on the face of the planet for little kids. We also got a pledge from Mary roar. And so those of you who don't know who Mary roar is, that is, is our director of smiles at St. <laughs> Monica Catholic Church. Our director of smiles, Katie Rohr, uh, first name Mary. A lot of people don't even realize that, but we love you, Katie. And also Phil Hughes. Phil Hughes, many of you remember in the middle of the pandemic, we were trying to figure out how can we help people reach out to others? Well, Phil got me all of those postcards with the statue of Jesus on them. And we sent them to all of the households. We sent like, like five of them, I think, postcards to all of the households so that they could write little notes and send them to their loved ones around wherever. And so that way we could start reaching out through the old school mail and everybody likes to get mail. And so thank you, Phil, for all of your work there. And uh, it's just uh, an amazing way to to support uh, the parish. And thank you for your your support of Redeemer Radio. We only have three more pledges to go until we get that $250 bonus. And so thank you all so much. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. And all of a sudden, everything's coming in. And so, <laughs> Megan, your sweetheart. Yay. Well done. He gets husband points. Good job. And Arthur Strack and Paul Mentine and Catherine Dimente, Andrew Mutin and Jorge Muñiz. Oh, Jorge, what a great, what a prayer warrior he is for us as well. Pat Hess, oh, cuz, thanks, cuz. We got Kathy Vandy Zandy, one of my friends from Fort Wayne from my last parish in St. Charles. Kathy, love you. Thank you so much. And so we finally made our bonus. And so making our bonus, our goal is 3,500 and we are almost halfway there. We've got a little over 1,600. And so we only need three more pledges to get another $250 bonus. And so people, Call in, call or text 260-436-9598, 260-436-9598, or give securely online at RedeemerRadio.com. Man, that all of a sudden came in real quick, didn't it? I mean, I tell you what, when things start rolling in, things start rolling in. The Lord is a God of an abundance. <laughs> That's a really good point. Yeah. So our principal noticed that uh, that uh, everything started rolling in when we were quiet. 
maybe that's saying something. (laughs) And again, thank you to the kids at Mishawaki Catholic for their (laughs) generous donation. And so coming back on this hour about St. Monica's, there's so many things that we can talk about, so many things that we love. One of the things that really shocked me when I first got to St. Monica was, number one, of course, the beauty of the church. But the church is built for singing. It is built for singing. Those of you with hearing problems, preaching, not so much. But who's really there to hear me talk, really? Like, nobody's there to hear me talk. The choir. I, when I first heard our choir, my jaw hit the ground. They are an amazing group of people, really one of the backbones of the parish. And so, Megan, you joined the choir fairly recently. How many years have you been in the choir now? I've been in two. Two years? Two years, yeah. That's 2019. awesome. That is and fantastic. Then- COVID happened. Yeah. But we kept going. Exactly. We we roll, we roll, we roll. So what what do you think about being in choir? What's your favorite part? Oh, I love our choir. It was my first full long-term experience um, singing in a parish choir Mm -hmm. outside of school. Um, And it's just amazing. First of all, the the commitment of our people who've been in this choir for so long Mm -hmm. and are so passionate. Um, That's a beautiful thing to see. Also, there's just a lot of talent that you don't normally have in just a group of volunteer yeah. singers. Um, so it's just made up of really talented, prayerful, fun, wild people. Yes, they are definitely the most fun out of like, I think out of just about almost every group I've ever been in, the choir is always mm-hmm. the, it's, I mean, to, to get up there and to, to put yourself out there and to sing, that takes mm-hmm. some guts. Mm-hmm. And if you got that type, that type of guts, it is, it is something else. One of my favorites I was telling you earlier is when you and your husband do duets mm-hmm. and you'll sing the psalm nice. together. And I'm just like, it like makes us, makes my heart melt. I'm just like, <laughs> Oh, how beautiful. And I get all teary eyed and you know, all we mushy. It. It's just beautiful. And it's a, a Especially in a church that is kind of built for it. We don't have carpet. The, the resonance in our in our church is so, so mm-hmm. wonderful. And so we recently got a new choir director, which is an experience. Holy cow. You change, change of leadership. I mean, and we had a strong leader for many years with Sharon. <laughs> Holy cow. What an amazing woman. What a talented musician. And uh, when she told me she was retiring, I about just went into my office and cried. <laughs> and um, it was, you know, that's a huge thing. But uh, so tell us a little bit how it's going now with a with new leader. Yeah. So it is a big deal. Transitions are a big deal. We love Sharon and now we love Lorraine. Yeah. Um, she has stepped up. And again, like I said, there are a lot of us, well, I shouldn't say I'm not one of them. There are many of the choir members who have been there for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's not always the, the easiest thing to step into when they know so much about the choir and, and how we've always been mm-hmm. singing. Um, but I think Lorraine is doing a really good job of just keeping up with the tradition of offering liturgical beauty through the form yeah. of music um, in our in our parish. And um, she's keeping, you know, she's been introducing new works um, while also keeping some of the the pieces that we all know and love. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's been fun. I'm really excited. You know, there's always change is, is always scary, but it's also kind of an exciting thing. Like I go in every Sunday going, I don't know what's going to happen, <laughs> you know, and, and poor Lorraine, I think, feels the same way. She doesn't, you know, like when you play for, for mass, that's always one thing. But getting used to a priest is a whole different thing. Like, what are my cues? What are my idiosyncrasies? The fact that I forget everything or I'll tell her something and then in the middle of mass, I'll change my mind and I'll do something completely <laughs> different that I think being a choir director under under me really qualifies you for like straight through purgatory into into salvation but uh it's it is it's a lot of fun and uh i think that's one of the greatest things for me is that uh there's such a range of styles of music, but there's also a lot of really cool things that our choir has been able to do. Like a lot of people don't realize that you can do what's called a ninefold Kyrie. And so that's where, you know, so a lot of people, you know, they know the Kyrie. Kyrie eleison, Christe eleison, Kyrie eleison, Lord have mercy, Christ have mercy, Lord have mercy. Like people get that. Like, okay, that's what we do. Well, people don't realize also that a part of the tradition is we used to say three Kyrie's, three Christe's, and three Kyrie's. And so it's called a ninefold Kyrie. So three for each of the persons of the Holy Trinity. And so I'll, I'll never forget when it was our first, my first Lent and 
we had a ninefold curio where the cantor sang, the people sang, and then the choir went into kind of like a polyphony where like mm-hmm. a lot of them they they sing a really fancy part. And like my jaw was bruised for a week because it hit the marble. <laughs> like my jaw hit the marble. I was like, I never thought I'd hear something like that outside of seminary. And it's just so much fun to see a choir that loves to do fun things, different mm-hmm. things. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm just I'm really excited for what the what the future holds because it's so beautiful. I've got a couple yeah. more uh, pledges in. And so David and Jennifer Height, thank you so much. And so thank aw, a little note from me. I love you too. <laughs> the Heights are absolutely fantastic. Speaking of the of backbones of the parish, their boys serve every 830 mass and everyone thinks they're twins, but they're not. There's a couple years in between them, but they are like soldiers, literal soldiers. <laughs> they march. They are some of my best, best altar boys. And so I'm really, really grateful for them. Thank you so much, Cynthia Rose, for your pledge. And we finally made our Second $250 bonus. We are at $2,613. We are almost there. We only have like 10 minutes. We need 10. We got 10 minutes to get like $900. So my friends, we got to get this rolling, which means we've got to get 10 more pledges. I don't care if they're $1, $5, $300. Let's get those (laughs) pledges going so that way we can make our goal of $3,500 and help Redeemer Radio accomplish their mission. Call or text GIVE to 260-436-9500. That's 260-436-9598. Or give securely online at RedeemerRadio.com. Let's get this rolling. And oh, we got Roseanne Vanderhagen, Katie's mom. Thank you so much. Love you for your support. Thank you, Mr. and Mrs. William Molnar. Thank you very much for your gracious gift. And also, oh, there we go. I guess uh, the the Horbins game. And so, Jerry, were you doing that while you were in here? That's really impressive. Look at you. Your phone's right in the pocket. You're ready to roll. I mean, good. And so Jen and Tom Towers, thank you for your gift. And Mark Imus, thank you. Wow, this is just so exciting to see St. Monica's rally around again. And we're also called Last Minute Monica for a reason. And so, so and we're, oh my goodness, we're at $3,300. We are so close. Just a few more pledges and we get that bonus. And that is going to put us up and over. We just need, oh gosh, $167 to meet our goal. Who's going to give us that $167 to meet the goal for our parish? I hope that uh, there's a generous person out there to make that happen because we're all about uh, challenges also. Mm-hmm. And, you know, not that we're competitive people or maybe that I'm a competitive priest. But I just gave the uh, the football team a little notice that if you beat my classmate, not my classmate, my classmate, my classmate <laughs> is Father Ben Mullenkamp. We were ordained on the same day. We are classmates. We love each other dearly, but we also love to throw each other under the bus. And I told our football team, all right, Mishawaka Catholic, if you beat St. Anthony's, you get pizza. So challenge is on. The gauntlet is thrown. Anytime we beat St. Anthony's uh, and I get to brag over my classmate, then they get pizza. And so that's just how that rolls. And so we only have eight more pledges to get another $250 bonus. So even if you don't have $167 to give to get us to that goal, please call or text 260-436-9598. Text GIVE to 260-436-9598. And you can help us be one of those eight pledges that is going to get us over our finish line goal. And so I always loved, you know, little little rivalries, you know, because I, I think little rivalries, that's what makes the church kind of fun, you know, in Fort Wayne. There was this rivalry between uh, St. Charles and St. Vincent's when I was at St. Charles because the two pastors were clashmates, Monsignor uh, Selzer and, um, and oh my gosh, Monsignor Kuzmik. I almost forgot his name. And so Monsignor Kuzmik who's uh, now up here on this end of the diocese after retirement. And they were so adorable in how they would love to, uh, to you know, to have that fun rivalry. And then most of the kids went to Dwyer together and they had a great time. And so the, the rivalry kind of would, they would all become teammates, which is really cool. And I'll never forget that I was uh, at Dwanger and I wanted to build this chapel and I had to find the money for the triptych, which is a beautiful piece of art over the high altar. And it was Our Lady, Queen of All Saints and with all of the feeder school saints in uh, in praise and adoration around. It was a really pretty painting and I really wanted St. Charles to pay for it. <laughs> and I went to Monsignor Selzer and he goes, well, can't we just give a window? It's cheaper. <laughs> and I said, well, Monsignor, if you pay for the triptych, I'll make them so that they pay, they paint St. Vincent kneeling at the feet of St. Charles. <laughs> and Monsignor Sosa went, sold. 
And it was so funny. People get mad about that to this day. But I'm like, you got to laugh. If you can't laugh, that's art. That's like when you go to that's when you go to like the Sistine Chapel. You see uh, St. Bartholomew who is holding his skin, right? St. Bartholomew is always holding his skin. And the face of the skin is painted to look like, I think, the papal master of ceremonies. Uh, and so why? Because he ticked off uh, Michelangelo. And so he put his face there on the skin, you know, which is pretty great. I mean, again, those are the stories that kind of live on. And so you got to have fun stories. And so everyone at St. Vincent's know that I love you and I didn't mean anything exactly by it. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's a lot of fun. And so we got to have those those great rivalries. And so me and my classmate, it is so much fun to be next door to one another. And so with uh, literally our rectories are a mile apart. This is going to be trouble. I don't I don't think that the bishop realized how close he put us together. And so it's going to be a great time. But we're getting close to the end of our hour. And so we need to make our challenge. We need to make sure that our competitive nature comes out here. And we need to make sure that we get another 167. At least we want to go, we want to we want to bypass it. We want to go past the 3500. Our all time uh all-time highest raised was $4,100. And so I want to make sure that we get at least closer to that. And so call or text GIVE to 260-436-9598. Again, that's 260-436-9598. Or go and give securely at RedeemerRadio.com. And so that is what we are going to be doing. And so everybody get on there. And again, we don't care where you're from. Be generous. <laughs> you know, all of you, you know, all of you people, you know, we can, uh, we can, we'll take that money from anywhere. So it'll be a lot of fun. And so I really want to thank uh, also our, our guests that are with us because this is, this is always a lot of fun for me to come and kind of highlight some of the things that, uh, that are going so well, especially because there's, there's just so much to be going. <laughs> and so is anyone going on any of my, my next pilgrimages with me? I wish. Oh, I almost. Know. Jerry, we're going. Uh, where are we going next? Poland and Rome. Oh, we're going to Come Poland. On. So we're doing a we're doing a pilgrimage called the Footsteps of John Paul II. And so we're going to start in Poland and we're going to so end right. in Rome. So we're going to start at his birthplace and end at his tomb. And so I'm pretty pumped about that one. I haven't been to Poland in a while. And again, these are opportunities to to kind of grow in our faith. Jerry, what are you most excited about there? Divine mercy. Oh, divine mercy. That's right. We're going to the shrine of divine mercy. I mean. I mean, what a rock star place to be able to go right there. I mean, just uh, Lord knows we need mercy. And so we only need, though, $200 gifts to get us to the goal. And so just two $100 gifts. And so we need to get us there. Remember that, again, like we talked about with these pilgrimages, are little moments where God can take us, shake us up a little bit, and uh, really change our lives. Redeemer Radio can be that for people. And you can be the vehicle by which that happens. And so call or text GIVE to 260 260- Four three six nine five nine eight. That's two six zero four three six nine five nine eight. And I'm excited because we've got that pilgrimage coming up in November. And again, because of COVID, everything got like delayed. So this is where we're at right now. And then we have another pilgrimage coming up with our young adults. And so we're taking our young adults, and we've been raising money now for a little over a year, and we are going to the Holy Land. We are going to Israel in February because on our last trip to the Holy Land, Jerry, you were on that one, right? Yes. And uh, see, Jerry and I, we're, we just are traveling buddies. <laughs> and one of the big things of feedback I got was, oh, if I wish I would have went to the Holy Land sooner because I would have raised my family differently. I kept hearing that from people on the pilgrimage and I went, okay, sign from God. I got to get these young people there. I got to get these people there. So they raise their families differently. And so we've got, I think around like 10 to 20, um, uh, young adults that are going to be going. And then I'm also, I found some sponsors and I'm taking the, the head altar boys. And so my MCs, I'm taking four of the MCs, uh, who are going to be either, uh, up there in like, uh, you know, upper ages of high school or college. And we are going to be traveling with them. I'm like, that being said, let's all be honest. Hopefully they're not listening at the moment, but if that doesn't get them called to the priesthood, what else can I do? You know, I gotta, you know, I gotta play smart, not hard. And so, Oh, thank you, Jeff Lupa. And so, Oh my goodness, so many fun times. And so weddings times coming up here. And so if, uh, so we're getting really, really close. And, oh, look at this. Father David Hunick is getting ready to go live over in the Fort Wayne studio. <laughs> What's up, Father David Hunick? He is, uh, I think he's still the current uh, chaplain at at Bishop Dwenger. And so the place where I uh, was talking about where that, that painting is. <laughs> and so, um, and I'm pretty sure he's also a, a son of St. Vincent's Parish. So I, maybe he appreciates that, uh, that, uh, that little story about St. Vincent. Now, <laughs> remember, they say that St. Vincent's is kneeling because he's holier. And, uh, but, you know, whatever, there's, there's just that. 
And so, oh, good. Yeah, go Saints. Beat the Chargers. And so let's hope for that. And so BD versus Carroll. That's going to be a big game over there. <laughs> big game. Friday Night Lights is a huge thing in Fort Wayne. In South Bend, we, it's, it's huge here as well. Mm-hmm. But uh, because of the college aspect, I think, of this town, there's a, there's a little bit more focus on that college aspect. Mm-hmm. But, man, in Fort Wayne, I've never seen crazy football games like that. And chirp, chirp. my And so uh, so Father David Hunick and I are both uh, um, alums of uh, Ball State University. So it's good times. I need to – we need to – so Fort Wayne Studio. Father Hunick, tell him to update me on where we are. Are we close to our goal? Because I want to make sure that we make that goal. And the way that we're going to do that by people giving uh, – by calling or texting GIVE to 260 260- Four three six ninety five ninety eight again. That's two six zero four three six nine five nine eight, and or you can give at redeemerradio.com. Thank you. And so they're they're working on getting me an update on where that number is. This is Sean breaking in from the control room, <gasps> just so that everyone knows. If you are listening later on the podcast, or you're pulling it up later on YouTube or Facebook, you can still give to the Saint Monica Hour. Mm-hmm. All you have to do is call that number or text or go to the website, RedeemerRadio.com slash give or the app. And you can just put in the notes that this is for the St. Monica Hour and the money will still go towards or our goal. I will say our because I am a loyal St. Monica parishioner. Thank you, Sean. Sean breaking in from the control room. It's pretty, it's pretty, uh, I got the hook it up when my brother-in-law is, uh, <laughs> is, is my controller. I mean, I'm pretty sure that he is, he kind of dreams to, for a button that can shut me up. Right? I mean, he's got, he's got the power. I think there's some good people. I think we should auction that off at this hour. And we'd make a lot of money if there was a button that shut me up at church. That would be good. We just got a pledge that pushed us over from Tiffany McMahon. Tiff! That's my girl, Tiff. Thank you so much. Oh, my goodness. So we are now at 3540, which means we have accomplished our goal for this hour, for the St. Monica Hour. Way to go, team. Thank you so much. And thank you to Kevin Downey for your generosity as well. Because remember, we met one goal, but our highest that we've ever raised is 4100 and so if we want to get there man we can get that for every uh, fort wayne studio says for every 100 dollars, father jacob will be quiet for a minute minute and a half maybe yeah they're all saying they're all shaking their heads like not a chance shutting me up is a little more difficult than a hundred dollars let's all be real about that but I really want to say thank you to Karen Salvador and all of our Mishawaka Catholic teachers and faculty, the students and families. Thank you to every all of the Saints family because it's just been a it's been a great year so far, and we're looking forward to uh, what's going to be happening in the future. Thank you to Jerry Horbin. Thank you for sharing about how you allowed the Lord to really change your life through the Rosary. And uh, hey, everybody, take him up on his example. You know, he he allowed that to happen, and the Rosary's been a part of his life every day since. Everybody. Pray the rosary and uh, look up uh, World Apostolate of Fatima. It'll change your life. Mm-hmm. And Megan Burdell, thank you so <laughs> much for your, your just for your singing voice, for coming on to our, our staff and joining our crazy team <laughs> and helping us develop uh, different ways where people can give their gifts and talents to the Lord and build up the kingdom on earth. Thanks for hiring me. I'm so happy to be there. <laughs> it's going to be great. Our final total for this hour right now is at the moment 3840, but that is so close. Okay. And so I just, oh, I got a last minute pledge in for another $500 that'll hopefully put us then over that. And so I'm giving it right now. So we're getting there. So, uh, so Fort Wayne, we're getting there. So we're going to be getting that going. And, uh, and so we are going to make sure that we keep raising that bar each year because we at St. Monica believe in Redeemer Radio and this great mission of bringing uh, the Lord and the gospel to the airwaves. And so thank you so much from everyone at St. Monica's. We are getting really excited to hand this over to Father Hunick over in the Fort Wayne office where you can call and text to give to his hour at 260-436-9598 or securely at RedeemerRadio.com. Thank you all so much. God bless you and let us end with a prayer. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Heavenly Father, we give you thanks for gathering us here, and we ask that you might bless all of the benefactors of Redeemer Radio. Bless and keep us in uh, your good graces, and may our guardian angels fly before us, the saints and angels intercede for us, and may Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. You all have a great one, and we will see you at the next Charathon. Amen.